And you happened to bring up on the coach's corner that night uh, what has made Raleigh, Carolina, the Hurricanes, you, everybody rich and famous. This is unbelievable. The, uh, the jerks phenomena. Uh, I don't gone. understand this. I said this on Canada and it goes down in there. And you know, it's a funny thing. They know that it's the wrong thing to do or they do it in the playoffs. No, what, you do a guy, you do it in October, you don't see him till March. They know in the playoffs, you should, look at that there, that's pretty good. You should not, you know, I don't understand guys, the old, I, well, I'm told the owner said entertain the crowd, and they still drive at 13 to 14,000 people. And these people that are here now, now they're winning. Front-running fans, as far as I'm concerned, that's what they are. Front-running fans, as far as I'm concerned. Hard not to embrace it, though, isn't it? And the pig, I don't Hamilton, embrace the pig and everything. nothing. I said okay. they look like a bunch of jerks being a fish, a fish in the water, a bowling ball. With this is professional hockey, and no sport in the world does it except them. And it come down from the top. I want you to interfere. I want to entertain the fans. The fans there now. They're 17 and 18,000. They're front runners. They're there because they win, not because they act like fish. For advertising opportunities for the following show, email us at cornerpubsports at gmail.com. It's time for the best pubcast around, Corner Pub Sports. The gang is all here gathered around the bar to bring you their opinions on the latest sports topics while drinking their favorite brews. Follow the gang on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Corner Pub Sports and on cornerpubsports.com. You can also join in the conversation by texting 267-277-3406. Now, grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub. Hey, this is Brett Myers, and listen to Corner Pub Sports. You fucking goddamn fuckers. Brought to you by Wildfire Radio. What is going on? We are Corner Pub Sports coming at you here live. Ah, live. What is up? We are live here on wildfireradio.com stream three. And if you're downloading on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Satchel, we thank you so much. We are Corner Pub Sports. We bring you non-PC, unrelated, unedited, Drunken sports talk. We have one rule. One rule. Don't bring your dogs. Do not bring your dogs to the show. That is a no-no here at the corner pub. What is or going if you're on? Ryan, the rule is don't grab your ankles. That's also no, true. But if you're Ryan, it's bring your dogs. Oh my god. Let's go around the horn. I am Sean. Yo, Ryan the dog fucker. It's Gary. And we have a new member on the panel. 
Debbie. Ah! What is going on, Debbie? Welcome to the... Well, you were kind of... You're kind of on the show at the anniversary show. You were kind of there. <laughs> she had some Achilles <laughs> knowledge. Achilles knowledge. It's oh, yeah. Did you see the real fortune thing? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this guy. That's old, though. Right. Is it really? Hey, it's old. But, yeah, you could. All right. That's the first. That's, that's the notorious DEB. So th- that's the first I ever seen it, right? What's that? So this guy's on, on Wheel of Fortune, right? Will Morgan? Yeah. I'm gonna, uh, I, let me find it. Yeah. So, so he, he set it up. All right. So he's, you know, guessing all the letters. He wins the million-dollar piece. All he's got to do is solve the puzzle. The puzzle is called, what, what is it? Um, historical car- hero I Achilles. Hear. I got it here. Why? Uh-huh, there's a why. <laughs> so all he has to do is solve it, he wins a million dollars. Van away. So they're setting it off. Bob Webb's in a pussy. Cody Craig. <laughs> Basically, all the letters are. He basically. I mean, there it is. It's the set. Puzzle's done. Puzzle's okay. set. I saw. Oh, well, that'd be a good idea, yeah. <laughs> Mythological hero Achilles. What? Okay. I'll solve. Yeah. Mythological hero Achilles. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> he would have won a million dollars. Oh, what an asshole. What an asshole. Like, asshole. you know. I better oh. bet if it was mythological. Oh, let me shut the fuck up right now, <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'll shut up. It, it should be Vanna Untight. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty blonde pig. Uh, it's true. Yeah, that is, that's awesome. Got, got, your, the, got, your, old la- got your old lady I, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still knock the dust off that pussy man. Oh my god. All right, so on tonight's show... Suck on that clip to the cheesecake, man. Straight up. Suck the corn out of her shit. Uh, on tonight's show, we have Mr. Bob Cooney joining the show tonight. We haven't had Bob in a while, man, so it's going to be pretty cool to have him yeah, back on the show tonight. He's awesome. Yo, yeah, Bob, Bob's that great. Song's from. That's uh, The Craft. Yeah. Get up, Bob. I love that movie. Yeah. I felt like a little 80s. A little 80s yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bob Cooney of 97.5 yeah, Fanatics. You, he hasn't no, been no, on about a name? year. What's her name? Um, chick that was American History X. Yeah, but the, also the chick with the big tits and the long hair, Nev Campbell. She that, that? That's, that's I, not, oh, yeah, the craft. Yeah, she was yeah. the craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. when she gets that fucking skin graft off her and she comes rolling in, her tits are bouncing. Yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's the 80s, bro. No, oh, it's early nine. That was early nine. Oh, that's what she got the schoolgirl outfit on and on. You know what I mean? Yeah, but now she's probably a member of the territory. I don't care. Call me fucking Chester. I just the fucking pedophile car. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have turned that down. Nah. I wouldn't have turned that down. Fucking titties. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Neff Campbell. Yeah. My first girlfriend actually reminded me of Neff Campbell a lot. Yeah. She was a yeah. whore? She ended up being a whore, yeah. Did you hit it in the air? You really want to mention that? Nah. <laughs> And you get shit on your dick. A couple fingers. What are you doing? You tell anybody about this, so the next time it'll be shit on my knife instead of my dick. Yeah, one one drunk night. Where, where are your fingers? You know where they are. Fucking the fuck asshole, man. <laughs> you know where they are. Let's knock it off. Yeah, don't don't play possum. Yeah, don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, you was, know. Didn't say a word until Fierce it was. Smell. Do you like that? Well, where are your fingers? Oh, you don't fucking know? Come on. What do you got, three holes down there? What, am I missing one? 
the fuck no. out of here. What the fuck? What are you, a hermaphrodite? <laughs> you don't know that my finger's in your ass? Come on, you fucking pig. Holding her like a six-pack. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, come on. I got you. Also, Tonight is the return of Fuck Hi, You Ben. Hi, Deb. How are you liking the show? It's, it's been it's been about a month since the Fuck You Ben, so it's about time. Fuck You Ben. Fuck You Ben. I'm gonna to, I gotta tell you guys about something now. Uh, so this this guy who's in Vegas. Sean, it's okay. What? It's okay. About fuck You Ben. We won't judge you. You can tell us that you really swallowed. No, no, no. So so this uh, this guy's in Vegas and he's walking through. It's his first time in Vegas. He's walking along and he finds this hooker. She's hot, right? She's like, oh my god! Let's check this out, right? So he goes, how much? How much? She goes, how much for what? He goes, how much for a hand job? And she goes, five hundred. He's like, holy shit, that's expensive. She goes, see that KFC there? Yeah. See that McDonald's behind that? Yeah. He goes to the hand jobs I give. I own both of those. He goes, let's go for it. So they rent a hotel room. He gets a hand job. He's laying on the bed. He's Enamored. He's like, holy shit, that was amazing. I gotta ask, how much for a blowjob? Hooker goes, fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred for a blowjob? That's a lot of money for a blowjob. Look out the window. See that casino right in front of you? Yeah, I own that because of the blowjobs I give. Ah, fuck it. I'll put away my savings for the car for next year. Let's do it. So he goes. She goes to town on him. Fucking blows his load. He's like, Jesus Christ, that was the best blowjob I ever got. She's like, thank you. He goes, I got to ask. I mean, I'm here. How much for the entire package? She goes, see that entire city of Las Vegas? He goes, no way. She goes, well, if I had a pussy, it'd all be mine. Ah! Uh, fuck it. She's got fuck a fucking it. high ringer. <laughs> Every, uh... <laughs> Every show is brought to you by Naked Brewing Company. What the fuck's the matter with you? <laughs> what the hell are you, my brother? What the fuck's wrong with you? Yo, she takes a piss on the wall, it's up high. <laughs> Stay golden, pony boy. There's no drip dry with her. Fucking high ringer. High ringer. Uh, she takes a piss and fucking hits the water. <laughs> Um, every show is brought to you by Naked Brewing, NakedBrewingCompany.com in Huntington Valley. Thank you guys so much. But tonight, I wasn't able to pick it up tonight. I'm drinking a Golden Pilsner. These guys are drinking rum and coke. What are you drinking? Blue, Blue Moon. But also in beer news, this is kind of big news, man. Flying Fish. And and, and Gary, you, you love Flying Fish. Gary, like, huge fan of Flying like Fish. Like 45, 60, and 90-minute IPAs are my favorites by then. They've been bought out. By who? Sam Adams bought Flying Fish. Wow. $300 million. That's it. $300 million. Are they going to produce the DIP? I hope still? so. I don't know, man. But they now own Flying Fish. They should still produce it. Just, I mean, just, just put their name. That's all it took. Yep, $300 I mean, million. That just, scope, that, that's that, a lot of money. Yo, that means massive distribution. That's what that means. It's crazy. Worldwide dude. distribution. Yeah. Absolutely. It does, but that, that's that's crazy. Yeah, like it, it ruins the only three hundred million. Yeah, but maybe flying fish isn't as big as we thought it was. I mean, maybe it's just here. You know I what mean, I mean? Look, like, look at it from flying fish's point of view. Three hundred million, absolutely here. Yeah. Maybe they were having troubles. Yeah, and you know, you never know. They might have started that in their basement, and now it's three, worth three hundred million. I Can't mean, blame were, them, man. I mean, they were bottle and cannon on their own and all that shit. I mean, that's... I like... That's one of my favorite breweries. They are very good. 
That's Jersey, Jersey Brewery, man. Now, now they're owned by Sam Adams. Wow. Sam Look at Adams. Sam Adams getting into that like another another cocksucking Boston chipback. But uh, yeah, but That's honestly, look true. at Sam Adams getting into that independent brewery market, man. Oh, somebody ends up blowing it up. Won't be long win. before like like Budweiser. We just got a text. Uh, Budweiser's already started. Yeah, the though. flying fish buyout was crazy. It means the quality's gonna go down. The fish died. <laughs> what smells like Probably. fish? What smells like fish? She's not here. <laughs> she stayed home. Her hair smells lovely. She's working at a bar in Williamstown. Oh, Jesus Christ. She's, working, like, she's working at a bar in Williamstown. What you guys think about that song? That, that, that song? Not a bad song, right? 80s song? I know, I know. <laughs> Come on. You don't have to fucking... You don't have to fucking tell me. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, slip on my molly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's a mess down there. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I'm gonna let, let's change the subject, shall we? Yes, 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 yes. Hold on, I got something better. Hold on, I want to pause that for a second. I'm gonna pause that for a second because I got something better for you. I appreciate that. I got something better for you guys. Right here, this is the best thing ever. Why Leonard to his fucking laugh with the Sixers song? <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, man. <laughs> I just can't give you a whole spill. This shit, dude. But anyway, Kawhi Leonard's a hell of a fucking basketball player. He and is he's scary, good. Dude. Yes. And you know, most of the best uh, hands down, like he's past LeBron. <laughs> he's hands down the best two-way player in the NBA. I've been saying that for three years. Yeah. My favorite two-way player. Look, look. I, I know it sucks that he's playing the Sixers right now. Like, look at it from just a basketball. Oh, standpoint. dude. I, 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 every time he touches the ball, I'm scared as shit. Like he's, now we know what it felt like. When Allen Iverson was on our team, when Allen Iverson was a part of the Sixers, he was the only, you know, person on this club that you were like, wow, I'm legitimately scared of this guy because he can hit a shot from anywhere. He can do anything he wants. Kawhi Leonard's the same way. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard's the same way. I have nothing but utmost respect know what, for Kawhi Leonard. And you know what the most impressive thing about him is? He How's doesn't you? get flustered. Like, you know how you get – and, and I'm not. I well, don't. I don't want to make this a LeBron. Well, it it kind of did, man. Um, no, no, no. Like, like kind of did though. I mean, because when did he game, get flustered? Game, game three. Game three, he got flustered. But he doesn't show it, is what I'm saying. Uh, he showed a little bit. A, a little. But on the court, no, what, right, not, not on the court. Right. He, he won't. He won't foul out of aggression. Right. Like you'll see. And I don't want to make this into a Kawhi and LeBron comparison. I mean, you kind of. Have to, I guess. But, like, you'll see LeBron, he throws his hands up, he'll flip right. out, he'll complain about a call. 
You don't see that out of Kawhi much. You really don't. Like, you know. No, he, I agree. He, I like, agree. He might be the best player in the world right now. He might. Him or Durant. But Durant can't play defense the way Kawhi hey, does. how about Durant, dude? Durant's now uh, Durant's out for the rest of this series against Houston. This could change things going down the line. We'll get to that in a second. If you know who this band is, by the way, let me know. If you don't know, I'm going to tell you who it is after it's over. I'm not going to tell you it's over until it's over because I want you to reserve judgment. You'll be shocked. All right, so 76ers force a game seven against the Raptors. Game five, first of all, let's let's go back. Game five was the most dominant we've ever seen them this year. Their game five? Yeah. The Raptors? No, the Sixers. Sixers looked absolutely phenomenal. I'm sorry, game four. I'm sorry. No, it was game three. No, no, no. Game. It was game three. Sean. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Game three. Oh, see? Game five, week. they got blown I'm out. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Game three, it was the most dominant we've ever seen this team this year. Game four, they come out. Why this whole era? Yeah. Game four, you know, you had a chance to put them away in game four. You know, you're up. You're but up, that was a tight, hard-fought playoff hard game. Fought. You're like, okay, fine. Now you come back. I'm sorry. Yeah, you come back home. And now here's game five where you're going, all right, you're at home. You know, game, no, you're, or you're in Toronto. You have a chance to put your 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 foot on their throats. Let's put this away. You're didn't three even one. show up. They decided, you know what, we're not going to play basketball. Right no, they didn't even show up. They were like, eh, it's just another game. Yeah. After the game, now look. I'm, Except for Jimmy Butler. Let, let's be honest. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm so glad that they won last night because I was ready to kill some people on the Sixers team. Mm-hmm. I, I had shit ready to go. And like I said, we had Bob Cooney calling, you know, about, uh, about another 15 minutes. Bob Cooney's going to be calling it for 97.5 to Fanatic. Covered the Sixers for years. I had a ton of questions ready to go. Um, ben Simmons didn't show up. Joel Embiid, once again, didn't show up. All right, all right. They get their asses kicked. Yes, and I'm going to go this route. Ben Simmons, the criticism is warranted. Still but, is. Still is. It is. It's still but, is. But there's two things. There's two things. Number one, it's his second year playing in the NBA. He's 22 years old. True. NBA players don't hit their prime until they're 25, 26 years old. Right. Right? Again, the criticism is warranted. Also, he is so taxed on the defensive side of the ball. Like, Kawhi is going off, but Kawhi is going off contested. Yes. Ben Simmons is playing stellar defense on Kawhi. He's been good on defense, yes. Now, that being said, he was a number one pick. You have to do it on both sides of the ball. Right. You have to. Right. But he's 22 years old. It's his second year in the NBA. I totally get it. However, all I'm my saying, my is two years in a row, he's come up small in yes. the playoffs. Yeah, he has. That was a major. But there's major also concern. been like this, even in the playoffs this year, there's been major steps forward. He's shown major signs. Do you do you feel that now? Offensively, do you, have you seen major strides from last year to this year? Yes. All right. So that band, did you like that song? I did. Who was that? This is the band that wrote this song. 
You're not going to believe it. Nuh-uh. Some 40 is now has now put out a heavy metal record. Yeah. Dude, I got to get that. Yeah. Impressive. Wow. When I heard it, I'm like, what the? Why is this? I have serious radio. Like, it sounded familiar. I have Octane, right? I'm like, why is this on Octane? Oh, that's why. This is pretty heavy. And then they, even the DJs are like, yeah, just before you turn it off when you see Sum 41, just listen to the song, you'll know why we're playing it. And they even came out and said, yeah, this is the heaviest album we've ever put out. Wow. Pretty, that was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, pretty good. It almost sounds like it sounds like the heaviest Lincoln Park album, right? Yeah, like Hybrid Theory. Yeah, like uh, Hybrid Theory was the other one. The, uh, not Mr. Midnight. No, there was another one they put out. It was like a heavy metal-esque. Uh, they were doing blast beats and shit. Uh, Their first like two, two albums. No, no, no. They was, started to change two, on the third album. No, yeah, but they went back. They went actually went like oh, further. Um, uh, yeah, it was the one after Minutes to Midnight. The something. Uh, fuck. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah anyway. Yeah. The second to last album they yeah. put out, yeah. And then... He told himself. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, I, I I was ready to kill Ben and Embiid on the show. Actually, as a matter of fact, after game five, Charles Barkley, you read, you heard what he said. Completely right? agreed with it. He's walking by himself like he's on his deathbed, talking about Joe Embiid. As a star player, you can never show weakness. You've got to keep the other guys involved in the game. That's what he does. He complains so much about being sick, he drains the energy out of the room. Completely agree. I agree with him too. Joel Embiid, He's like, a diva. I yeah, I love him, but he needs to completely change his whole approach to this game. Like, he has to dedicate his life to basketball, or this is what you're going to get. He is. I, look, I love the guy to death. Absolutely. He's a fantastic. Like when he's player. on, he's unstoppable. But you're, you've been sick for a fucking week and a half now, and but you do you, it, do you watch the game. Now he played do you well last night. See games where he looks lethargic. Yes. Yes. Well, this series. It's his conditioning. Like, he's hes eating fucking Chick-fil-A and milkshakes. Stop. See, see all right, I'm going to disagree with that right he, here. He, he needs I'm, I'm going to put, he, uh, hold on, I'm going to put that to bed right now. He needs Chip Kelly in his life. You're not getting, you're not getting a fucking ep- upper respiratory infection from Chick-fil-A. No, you're not. But it comes down to his conditioning, Sean. Now, the condition he, is another thing. But from him being sick, now, I'm just going to defend him on that. People are like, oh, he's sick because he's he doesn't eat healthy. No, get the fuck no, out of here. No, that's, that's not, not why, why he's sick. sick. That's not why now, he's I sick. I will no. agree with the condition with, with what Gary just said about being lethargic. Yeah. I will say that, yes. Like, he needs to change his whole approach to and dedicate his life to basketball. Someone else said he's got to stop hanging out all night being hungover. I'm like, uh, there's one problem with that. He doesn't fucking drink. No, he doesn't. He may be out late, but he's not a drinker. He doesn't. He doesn't drink. Right. So so. He just... He needs to work it's out more. True. Needs to dedicate his life better more. Change his diet. Change his whole approach. He ha- if he wants to be one of the greats, he has to. He has oh, to. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> like when he's, he's not coming day and night. When he's not right, he completely drains the the, the whole energy yes. from the team. Yes, he does because he now look. Brett Brown even defended him to a degree. To he like, has to umpteenth degree. He said. We've had to stop video in the video room because he's been coughing so bad. If that doesn't impact the rest of the team, like you're sitting in the video room and this motherfucker's coughing. Okay, all right. He's coughing and you're stopping the video. That's affecting the team. Yes, but his attitude on the court is affecting exactly. the team. Exactly. Bottom line, now I'm not comparing him to the greatest player ever. 
But Michael Jordan had one of the greatest games of his career with the flu. He and a, and a game clinching, the finals game clinching. He yeah. had one of the greatest games of his life. Yes. So there's a with the flu. Right. So I I don't want to hear that. Like you, you're getting paid like a stud. Act like it. Like a stud. Like a stud. I'm coming day and night. You're not the. That being said. I'm sure you can't wait, you fuckhead. That being said. I believe he's 100% at this point. He better fucking be. That's why I think they win tomorrow night. Or Sunday night. See, now I thought he would have been 100% last night. I didn't. And he's. Why not? It's been a week and a half. Yeah, but what sign is he shown to be in better? He's all backed up with semen. <laughs> you know what I mean? He starts to like come and just, then he pulls out. He, I mean, come like, on. Like, yeah, this shit's just come to be, like, you hear good things about yeah, him, but he's he, not right. Like, like he, yeah, he was sick two, three games ago. You have a day But between. he still dominated last night, Sean. He didn't dominate last night. Sean, he, he was plus 40. No, 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 that is different. But as far as the score sheet goes, 17 points, 12 rebounds. No, look, I'm not. There's nothing to sneeze out there. I'm not going to say he dominated. He didn't dominate. The game was different when he was in uh, on the floor. Now, look, and again, like I'm not going to that block on Kawhi. That was big. That was big. But I just said, was he 100 percent last night? You just said no. I don't. I really don't think he was. I mean, I don't. If he was 100 percent last night, he was taking 30 and 15. Five minutes in the game, he was taking out for fucking Boban. What's that tell you? But that's my problem. I'm, I'm, that's, I'm trying to make my point. What the? F- how fucking long does it take to get over a sickness? Like, he's been sick for a week and a half, and we haven't seen 100% yet. Well, I'm that- concerned about that. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. That's, oh, what, that's I what I'm you. trying to say. I got yeah. you. I just believe I'm not it. arguing with you. Like, right, right. Like, I'm not saying Again, 17. that's part of conditioning. Yeah, 17 and 12 is nothing to sneeze at at all. I mean, there's but not many players in the league who can put up those, those type better. of numbers. He is capable of much better. He's I expect much more from 32 him. 32 and When he's been averaging 20. 28 a fucking game, 28 and fucking 10 a, a, a game during regular season, granted, Toronto's a really good defensive team. Toronto, you know. But there's no one hands down that can defend him when he's right. No, although he's always had problems against Gasol. He's always had problems against Mark Gasol. Um, but game three, in game three you saw him dominate Gasol. And then all of a sudden he comes up, turn your fucking ringer off, you cocksucker. <laughs> it's like his first time on the show, yeah. this motherfucker. Just because he doesn't care about basketball, he's going to fucking, you know. That's horse shit. That's what that is. <laughs> um, so with that being said, I mean, you know, game three was a huge, huge thing for him. And then game four, he's sick again. And then he disappears for two games. And now he's okay last night. I don't know what to, uh, bottom, know, know bottom what line, I don't know what to expect yeah. tomorrow. Game seven, invade the north. Absolutely. Invade the north. It's true. Fucking take this team, man. Now, look, I I picked. We're going to have Cooney on in a few minutes. We're going to get his prediction. We're going to talk about all kinds of shit. Let's give our predictions now because, like, you know, I'm sure we're going to be on for a little bit with him. Working tomorrow now, too, bro. I have this feeling. Oh, good for you. I, I, uh, well, I had Sixers losing in seven. Same here. I'm going to stick with that. And I hate to say it. However, I am going to go on record to say if they do somehow win this game tomorrow, and I'm going to tell you my reason why. If they do end up winning this game, they will beat Milwaukee. 
They will so beat too. Milwaukee. They I match up well against Milwaukee. They will go to NBA Finals if they win this series. I believe so too. And I Toronto believe, is the hardest place to play basketball. Yeah. And going even further, Golden State's beatable. Mm-hmm. But anyway, anyway. So Toronto. The reason why I'm just saying no because I know you're going to differ me on that. That's that's fine. I want to hear your side too. Toronto is the hardest opposing court to play on. Um, former players and current players have all said that. They said that the crowd is so ruckus. Can you describe the ruckus, sir? Um, it, that the floor vibrates under the players' feet. It is so loud. And Toronto has played the Sixers tough in all but you know two games. Um, and the Sixers have not played the Toronto Raptors tough in all but two games. So, like, you know what I mean? It, it's it's the same deal here. Uh, I have a weird feeling about this game. I don't like the fact they're back in Toronto. I'm just – Ben Simmons, dominating performance last night, and B played really well last night. I just don't have the um, confidence that those two guys are going to do what is expected to pull it out in game seven. Show me. Fucking show me. Ben, you want to be a star? You want to date supermodels? Fucking show me. Um Embiid, you, you say you're the most dominant player in the NBA, the, the most dominant big man in the NBA. No one can stop you. Fucking show me. And I, I, I completely, completely hear what Sean's saying. I do, it's, it's hard to disagree with that. Um, there's just this feeling. Um, I believe that finally Embiid's going to be completely right. Um. And Jimmy Butler's the X factor here. He's a veteran. He's been through it. He's been driving this team. He's been keeping them in games. Um, I just think they get it together. Um, I just have this gut feeling the Sixers pull it out and they end up playing Milwaukee in the conference finals. Um, I really, you know. I just think they Sixers pull it out. I really do. They should leave it in because they're done, bro. And Gar, this no, comes. I get where you, I understand where you're going to come at, mm-hmm. but Toronto Raptors play more as a team more than the Sixers do. The Sixers cannot go the extended battle of a season. I, I, I and I get that. When the when the Sixers are right. Toronto has no answer for it. But they're not right, But the bro. Sixers are so inconsistent with being right. That's the point I'm trying to right. tell you, brother. Like, it, it's hard. And I'm a guy that doesn't follow right. basketball, and that's what I see. It, it's just the feeling I have. I believe. I just feel like they pulled out. I, I really do. Brett Brown's been... No matter what happens, Brett Brown's the coach of his team. He ain't going anywhere. He's coached well in the playoffs. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't, so, don't, um, don't, don't ask. Let's go Sixers. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Uh. And if they if they do somehow beat Toronto on Sunday night, like Sean was saying, 
Like, I think they beat Milwaukee because they match up very well with them. And so this is it. Like, they win. I think they're in the NBA Finals, and Golden State is beatable. They're vulnerable. They're getting older. Injuries keep popping up for them. They're beatable. So, um, you mean? What? Bounce off what? You know, I'm just sitting here on an island. <laughs> well, that's where you belong. You one-sided island. Come to Jamaica, we'll you hijack your plane, you steal your luggage, and sniff your cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> you Cyclops motherfucker. <laughs> So, it's been about a year since we've had him on, which is way too long. But he is back with us. Uh, remember the Farzetta and Trey show on 97.5 The Fanatic? He's, been, he's covered the Sixers for years. Mr. Bob Cooney on the air with us tonight. Bob, how are you, sir? What's up, boys? I am not a member of the Farzetta and Trey show. I am the member of the Farzetta and Trey <laughs> show, okay? Right. Get it up, right. Let's yeah. not forget Let that. Let me get that right. You guys doing good? What's the latest? Tell me what's going on. What's I'll going on, Bob? How you fucking, man? Shit, I mean, what's up? Yeah, uh, same old, same old here. You know, we're drinking, talking shit, you know. All right. Yeah, you know. I got no problem with that. Beer's good, brother. Bob and I were just talking right. off air about getting the snip snip. <laughs> A snip snip. You got a snip snip, Bob? I did get the snip snip. Yeah, it was good times. Fuck that. You can't you can't drive for three days. What? Really? I, yes. So here's here's what I did. My wife got it for me on Super Bowl weekend. So I got it done on a Friday. Uh I went and did a TV show two hours after I did it. Oh, Jesus. So I'm sitting on set two hours after I got it done, and then all of a sudden, like at the last segment of doing this T V show. I see beads of sweat starting coming down my forehead. <laughs> so I uh, went home and then just drank beer and put uh, a bag of peas on my nuts for the rest of the day. <laughs> well, at least the beads were coming out of one head. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Well, Bob, well, Bob I, I, Bob's on limited time with us tonight. He's at a party uh, for his daughter. Uh, how, and... Uh, um, How's she doing, man? You said she's a lacrosse player. How, how's she? Uh, how's she doing? She's good. Yeah, she's a uh, she's a JV lacrosse player. But the varsity uh, team is awesome. Uh, I live over here in South Jersey, and right. uh, she plays for the the high school that my wife and I went to, Camden Catholic, and they are uh, awesome. They're nineteen and one. They finished today. They won Damn. the conference championship. It's awesome. Uh, so big party tonight. Yeah, yeah, beat a really good team again tonight. So uh, yeah, we're having some fun. The parents are. As good as the lacrosse team is, the parents are better. They're good beer drinkers, so we're having fun. Nice. Tell, tell, tell her that the Corner Pub guy said uh, congratulations. She'd be like, who? And you just say yes. You got it. Yeah. Uh, I will so, let them know. Yeah, so let's get at it, man. Um, I had a series of questions to ask you, and then the Sixers won last night. And um, game seven. So it changed my line of questioning. Uh, I guess um, let me just start off with this. What do you think happens tomorrow night, Bob? I mean, this is this is insane. I, I I did not expect them to win last night. I gotta be honest with you, hundred percent honest with you. I did not I expect. I did. Them. I thought they were yeah. locked last night. I really did. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll tell you what, guys. It's been so hard to read this series. So, game one. You know, real quick, you go through it. Game one starts. I said, you know what? Toronto's probably the better team. The team that the Sixers have assembled. They haven't been together. 
10 or 12 games, whatever it was, I, I thought, you know, Toronto's good. I'm going to say Toronto in six. Toronto winds up winning the first game. All I wanted to do out of that first game was say, all right, what do I feel? What can I get? Is there something that you get out of that game that, that gives you a feel of anything? I got no feel out of game one. Like, I got no feel. Right. Just kind of got blown out. Nothing happened. You go to game two, they win. You're like, wow, okay, they made adjustments. Brett Brown, I thought, made some great defensive adjustments. You're thinking, okay, maybe they're a little bit closer to Toronto than I thought. Then they go to game three at home, and, and it's like, wow, they really figured yep. this out. Maybe yeah. after Kawhi Leonard, after Pascal Siakam, maybe after that, because of the starting five and sixers have, they're a much better team. That's what I was thinking. Then it goes to game uh, uh, four, Ugh. and they tied up the 2-2, and you're like, wow, they can dumb down the sixers. And then, you know, as it's going on, as it's going on, you're looking for answers. You're, you're trying to figure out mismatches, this, this, that, and the other. And it just keeps changing every game. The one thing, if you're a Sixers fan going into game seven, you know, here's how I always look at games, guys. I, I, look, at, I look at it from the other end. Yeah, if I'm the Sixers, I know what you have to do. It, like, uh, Kawhi Leonard's going to score his points. There's no question about that. Right. Not that you let him. You never let anybody do something. But you know it's going to happen. You try to make him work as hard as he can for whatever points he's going to get. If you can, and Siakam's going to do what he does because he's just a mismatch everywhere. But if you can negate three, four, and five, which is Lowry, which is Gasol, which is Green, not I said negate, not so much negate, but if you can, if you can hinder them, if you can make one of those yeah, guys hold, score hold under, yeah, hold points, them, yeah, under ten to fifteen points, right? Right, you're okay, and and like. And so now, put yourself in Nick Nurse's side. God, Joel Embiid has been sick all series. He got healthy in game, in game six. He's looking better. Right. Ben Simmons decided how to attack, right. which, I'm sorry, nobody can stop that when he does what he Jimmy Butler's been phenomenal. There's way more things that Toronto has to answer to the Sixers, I think, than the Sixers have to answer towards Toronto. That's a good point. Toronto. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, the... the the Sixers are playing with house money, I guess, if you want to look at it that way, because no pressure. Go, yeah, them. they're going into Toronto. Toronto had the lead three two. The Sixers tied it up. Now Toronto's going shit. We're at home. We got to close this out. Yeah, and and look, you're you're also talking about an organization that has lost in the playoffs to LeBron James year after year after year. Now LeBron is uh, out, uh, and they uh, thought, uh, oh, this is our year. Yeah. So now the pressure's there a little bit, like, oh, my God, is this happening again? Are we going to lose to another team trying to get to the conference finals? So, um, you know, there's pressure on Toronto. I'm, I'm going to be really interested to see. My, my key, guys, is the first ten minutes, first – actually, let me dumb that down. First five to seven minutes, how is, how is Ben Simmons playing? If he's playing downhill, if he's forcing them to play defense – I think the Sixers have a real, real good shot on Sunday night. Cool. I, I, Bob, I'm, I'm kind of with you there. It's just a feeling I have. Like, you know, we've all seen what Embiid has done. We all see how he drains, like, the energy from the team when he's not right. But I, I just think this all, like, they get it right. And, and I just have a feeling they, they click on all cylinders and, and they win. Yeah, I, that could happen. I could see Toronto clicking on. Like, if, if, if all of a sudden Danny Green starts hitting threes, That's Kyle scary. Lowry's, like, like doing stuff, 
I'll tell you what, this is weird to say, and, and you guys know I've been around the sport for a long, long time. Right. Not that I'm old, so don't fucking say that, all right? <laughs> I'm not old. But I, I, I could see the Sixers getting blown out. I could see the Sixers blowing out. I could see both teams winning a close game. That's how this series has gone. I really, really feel that way. But if I'm going to put my money on anything, if you're putting a gun to my head, I say Toronto wins a close game. That's kind, of, that's kind of where I'm at. I think the Sixers could win also. Bob, I got a, I got a uh, hypothetical for you. I mean, not even a hypothetical. It's something I would I would do if I was Brett Brown. And I had this, this discussion with these guys in a thread last night. J.J. Uh, Reddick's been ice cold. Um, I know he did okay last night. He hit a couple decent shots uh, early. So, hold on. Hold on real quick. Sure. Do you think he's been ice cold? I do. I mean, last night he was 3 for 10, shooting threes. Um, he was, I hear you, but but but... Uh, and uh, look, I'm not arguing with no, you. No, no, I'm no just, that's I'm fine. Devil's advocate, do yeah, a total devil's sure, advocate because sure. I'm, I'm at a party with a bunch of people who who guys also said JJ Reddick gets so, in my opinion, gets so oh, so over scrutinized in what JJ Reddick last night did. Pretty much what you want him to do when you have four offensive talents that are huh. better than him, right? Four offensive players that you go to first. If he's going to be that guy that hit, that hits three out of ten three pointers. Scores eleven points on eleven shots. Okay, I'm okay with that. That's fair I don't enough. Think I, it's fair like enough. I, I, look, I, I've always been, I, I've been a fan. I'm still, I'm a fan of JJ Redick. I, I love his game. I, I love the fact. I mean, I've never seen anybody hit more off balance shots than JJ like Redick. The running three. The right. running three. I, nobody in the league does what he does like that. It's insane. I, right. It's crazy. But to me, like, yeah, I, I mean, I gotta be honest with you. Um, he, I felt like he's been a little um, um, of a liability. In, in defensively of this matchup with Toronto, and I feel like he's been contained pretty well. I, I, I do. I, and I, the, reason, the, the reason why I ask you, um, Mike Scott, I felt that brought a lot more of an energetic uh, feel to this team when he came into the game. I know he won't do it, but would you even consider starting Mike Scott over J.J. Redick? No, and, and no, 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 Okay, and all I'm right. fair enough. But you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't go there now. I mean, seriously, you don't. In go game there seven, now. yeah. I After eighty-two games, and like JJ probably reaction. Be... Right? Yeah. I mean, you just, you just don't. I mean, that's not. So, so here's what you do, and 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 I'm not. Uh, listen, I'm not. I'm not. I I hear what you're, you're saying. You're a bully, and, and Bob. There could be some buckets, but you take JJ Redick out of the starting lineup, so he's now he's now embracing a different role. You put Mike Scott into the starting lineup. Now he's embracing a different role. So now you pick up two guys that are embracing, have to embrace two roles that they haven't played all year. All right. And you're going to do that in game seven, or you're going to do that in playoff time. I just, yeah, I I, I don't. That's fine. That's fair. It was just something I I was thinking about last night. It would almost seem like desperation. Yeah. I mean, it was almost like throwing TJ McConnell in game five last year against the Celtics, you know, like that kind of thing. So Bob, um, no, I hear you, and look, that and that's what you do in the playoffs, and that's you know when I coach and stuff, you look at a game for a first couple minutes, and you say, all right, where do I have an advantage? Where can I take advantage of their you know uh, deficiency? And you try to play to that, but I don't think you can go into a game seven. I don't think you can go into a playoff and start changing things that drastically because it, it hurts the rotation, it hurts everything that, that the team is accustomed to. You play eighty-two games a season. You're accustomed to how you're going, and that's that's something you have to rely on. Right, gotcha. right. 
So, Bob, um, we won't keep you much longer. We know you got to go. But, um, you know, this is a little. Yeah, my beer's empty, actually. Oh, that's not good. Couple, that's not good. A couple more minutes, Bob. So, you know, this topic, gonna... is, this topic has come up. We've had a discussion on this panel. Um, hands down, no matter what happens on Sunday night, Brett Brown stole the coach of the Sixers. Hmm. I think, so. like, are you asking? All right, here's two ways to look at it, guys. All right, and I'm going to ask you, and I want the three of you to answer me individually. Right. If the Sixers lose on Sunday, and I'm going around the table here. Okay. The three of you, would you keep Brett Brown? Yes. yes. If they lose Sunday, yes. Yes. Would you keep one yes, one no. No, the two no, yes. no, two, two yeses. yeses. Yo, are you keeping Brett Brown, Gary? If they lose Sunday, you keeping him? No. No, so there's two, two yeses right. and one no. Two yeses and one no. Okay, that's fair enough. It, it, I I think, what would I do? I think I would keep him. What is Elton Brand going to do? I think he's definitely going to keep him. Okay. Like if you if you look at this, look at it this way. Like, and I keep going back to this. So last year the draft was done before the last season started. The draft got done. There was a press conference. We're all standing there. You know, you you do what you do at the press conference. I go, I'm walking out, Brett calls me, he's like, Coon, come here. I said, what's up? He goes, what are you writing today? And I said, I, I, I'm not really sure, but I think it's probably something. And he goes, can, and he was kidding around with me. He knows that I'll write whatever I want to write. But he said, can you write that expectation may be too high? Right. I said, what he said? He goes, yeah. we won 28 games last year. People are looking for us to go 500 or, or win more games than that. Right. Like, that's, that's, that's an okay goal. So if you guys look at last year, if you're honest with yourselves, and we all are, last year you wanted them to get like an 18 or 17, whatever, get into the playoffs, have these guys learn what it's like to be in the playoffs. Uh-huh. But what they did was they bolted themselves to 52 wins. They got a third seed. They won a playoff round. Like it, it, it went a year ahead of what it was supposed to. Yeah. If you're honest with yourself, not you guys, but I mean everybody. Yeah, yeah. Two seasons. For two seasons, Brett Brown has had talent, and he's won 52 and 51 games, and he's won a playoff round each year, and he might win two this year. If you brought in a new coach, and I'm not defending him, I'm just, I'm just yeah, throwing exactly. this Yeah, exactly. You're playing advocate. Yeah. brought in a new coach, a brand new coach, and the guy came in on a team that won 28 games the year before, and he won 52 and 51, and a playoff round each year, you would say, man, this is the guy we're going to grow in. He's getting better every year. Right. If you look at it that way, I don't see how you get from I, I, I kind of agree. I mean, I, look, if they lost game six and they lost badly, they, I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. It's crazy what one game can do. If you lose in seven right. to the Toronto Raptors, I'm like, okay. Um, last, last thing for you, but Bob. You're getting I, on that yeah, one, one, yeah. one other thing. Like, like, and even as rotations, we all complained about that during the regular season. It's done a job. Brett Brown during the playoffs has coached very well. He changed ben, putting Ben Simmons on Kawhi Leonard after Game One was a yeah. great move by by Brett Brown. Um, fantastic. Yeah, move. he's he's. If you break down these games, and you know, like I, like you guys, I watched them like two and three times. Like he he did a couple of things during these series that were secretly like really really good. Mm-hmm. And I look I, the first game against Toronto in this series. He put in Furkan Korkmaz. Oh. I swear to God, I wanted to call him on the sideline. Uh, uh, yeah, what the fuck I know. Are you doing? 
And the like same thing with Boban. Horrible. Same thing with Boban last time. Like, why are you putting him in? But then when he put Boban in on the inbound pass against Kyle Lowry, Lowry had nowhere to go. That was yeah, great. That was good, yeah. That was good, yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah. like, little things like that. And then the other night, like, last night, there's 5.59 to go in the game. Sixers are up 23 points. And he puts Joel Embiid back in the game. Right. And I look yes. at it, and, I, and, yep. and right away I say, whoa, I know what people are thinking, but I know what Brett's thinking. Yeah. He needs to get himself acclimated to the game again because he hasn't played for a while. So yeah. I thought that was a really good move. So he's done he's done enough for me. And, and people call me Brett Brown lover. And I, oh, I'm come like, on, look, man. I don't, I don't no. get it objectively. I don't care. I don't care what people say. You're not, but, um, you're not looking through six Sixers glasses anymore. I think he another year. No, What's I, that? You're not looking at through uh, the Sixers glasses anymore. You don't. You know. You know. You don't exactly. I never. Whoa, 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 whoa! I never look at his Sixers glasses. Okay. Never. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I I covered the team. I look. I look at it objectively. Oh, I still I do. That's I funny. We, for my, for my job. This yeah. is what I'll say. For my job, I hope they win because it's great for my job. But I, 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 I look at the game up That's no, funny. Like, you know what's I, funny? I, Zach, we had Zach Berman on. Yeah, we had Zach Berman on about the Eagles, and he said the same thing, and Gary flipped the fuck out. Like, I'm like, dude, it's his job. Like, he's not supposed to He's not supposed to be a fan of the team. I mean, he's but I, li- to, I although, listen to the morning show every day, and, Bob, like, like you always talk about it objectively. Oh, you never come off yeah. as, a, as a homer or a fan, like, he just, I'm the greatest, up. right? I'm the greatest. Bob, you, you should it. be the host of that show. No, 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 stop. No, I didn't. Yes, he did. It's all right. We're saying it for you. Don't worry about it, Bob. No, 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 no. I'm very no, happy I'm really with kidding. my role in no, Mark. The, great host. The, and that was, the that, last, that was the last question I was going to ask you, and I was going to let you go. Um, since the last time we talked to you, things have changed a little bit, obviously. Um, I did it with uh, Mark Farzetta and Trey Thomas. Uh, great show. It's a very energetic show. It is. Uh, how's everything been going? And promote the hell out of it, dude. <laughs> All's great. Uh, we have we have a great, great time. I think we have a really good balance. Mark knows how to run a radio show, and he's phenomenal at what he does. You got Trey Thomas. When you have a former athlete, no matter what the sport is. How big is he, dude? Him. How big not, is not he? Not to interrupt you, Bob, but it's almost like Trey Thomas was born to do radio, if you ask me. like Yeah. I, it's so cool. It's so cool that he has a personality that he has, that you're talking to a former athlete. So you, you tap into an athlete, no matter what sport they played, they know what other athletes that were professional oh. are thinking. Yeah. So you have that. You have the mix of me, who has been in locker rooms all my life and all that stuff. So it's just a great mix of the show. We bring fun. We're young. We have fun. It's it's a great, great time. I think we have our, our, our you know uh, thumbs on the on the pulse of what Phil uh, mm-hmm. Sports is all about like it's it's just a great time. Ours is a radio show that you know we'll get done the show and at ten thirty in the morning we'll go have beers with you and talk about it some yeah. more. That's who we are, and uh, and we love being that, and we, we are so happy that people see us as that. And uh, you know, like I told you guys plenty of times, and, and as I talk to you, I'm not an expert. I I've just so happened to be in this city for twenty years covering sports. I talk to you guys, I learned something. I talk to fans, I learned something. Yeah. I just love being in the position that I'm in. And, and, and it's, it's great to – I'm afforded the, you know, the ability to talk to you guys on a Friday night, having beers and, and talking sports, and, and then going on the radio at 5 o'clock every morning. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's the best. It's, it's the greatest thing in the world, and I hope that 
comes through to all the people that listen to us. That dude, that's awesome. Well said, dude. Absolutely, and we we I, we love it, man. We it, love it. It's it a really, very energetic show. It's it's a good show. It's a good uh, good feel. Um, you guys have a very positive outlook, even when they lose. You guys try to look at the you know try to look at it as as, as glass you know glass is half full and, and try to see other things. It's, it's a good sh- it's it's a good show. So it helps. Um, yeah, it's, it helps. it's just you know. It Go honestly ahead, helps me wake up in the morning, Bob. Like yeah. I, I listen to it every morning. Like I love. What time do you get up? I'm out on the road by seven o'clock every morning. Jerk off! I'm, I'm I gotta out. get up at two forty-five every day. Don't tell me about seven o'clock. I, I gotta get up at two forty-five every day. I'm, I'm out. I'm on the road by six, so I'm a little earlier. But yeah, yeah. I, I hear. Now listen, but yeah, let me let you. I, I mean, let guys me go. like you, yep. like this is what I love. Guys like you that. Listen, us like I'm. I'm no different than you. Like you guys are so into sports. I'm so into sports. You know, we all we have all our background. I love that you listen to the show. I love talking to you guys. I learn from you guys. Like this is what this is what Philly sports is all about. And you guys know, in my old job, I traveled all over the country. I talked to every radio station all over the country. There's no better sports fans than Philadelphia, and you guys, you guys epitomize that. And and yeah. what you guys do is such a tribute to to all the people that want to talk to guys like us. So dude, I appreciate awesome. you guys way more than you even appreciate what we do. Oh, so. Thanks, dude. Bob. Thanks. Fuck, Bob. Thank That's you. awesome, man. Ah. Yeah, you guys are the best. We're all crying. Ah, We're I know. I'm not crying. I might have a few in me. I might be getting sentimental oh, here. But Bob, we love you. Oh, I'm not crying. You're crying, Bob. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go play beer pong. Yeah, have, you a, alone, right? have a good time, brother. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Bob. Thanks I'll, a lot. All right, guys. Thanks will, for having me. Ta- I appreciate it. We will talk to you, brother. Thank you so much, man. All right. Be good. All right. All right. Bob Cooney. <laughs> that was awesome, dude. Nah, every time we have him on. Every time we have him on, he's just a, he's just a, an absolute. He's one of the guys, and that's always the way I've described Bob Cooney. He's one of the guys. He is one of the Philly guys. Um, yes, he covered the Sixers. And that's the first time. Like I'm gonna tell you right now, this was the first time we've had Bob on where he had a little bit of uh, yeah, a little of venom, a little bit. No, yeah, no, no. Did, yeah. I'm not a fan. I covered the team. I want them to do well. But you know what? He wants the Sixers to do well. Yes, I mean, he let's does. be honest. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, now he covers, he's a sports talk, yeah, he's a sports talk host for the team now, and uh, not for the team, but for the city, and he wants the team to do well. He does, he does, I mean, he does look at it um, objectively, he really does, like, I listen to them every morning, I'm sure Sean, Sean listens at least a yeah. little every morning. I try, week. I try, it's hard for me every morning, but I, I do several times a week. Yeah, yeah like, and, and Bob never comes off as a homer, Never. He he comes off like he talks about it subjectively, uh, objectively, and there's even times where like you know in the morning I'm pissed off because the Sixers played like shit or something, and then you know Bob comes and he gives this objective view of it. And it's like, yeah, like what the fuck? They're um, that's a good, that's a really good morning show. It really is. Yeah, it's they do a fantastic job. Uh, and, and I, I would love to get Trey Thomas on too. Oh, I'm sure I could talk to Bob. Yeah, I'm sure we can yeah. work something out. I gotta wait for fucking Gary because I don't know where the fuck he is. But let's he talk about the. Yeah, fucking asshole. No, he's probably sleeping on the porch. Probably is. He's probably passed out. Yeah. I... Let's talk the Lakers real quick. Uh, the Lakers are a complete goddamn dumpster fire. So Magic Johnson leaves a couple months ago. 
Um, you know, he, he takes off. And then, uh, you know, then, then we got, you know, Tyrone Lou. Tyrone Lou asks, hey, uh, I might want to be your coach. <laughs> and then in the middle of negotiations, he walks. Then there's a rally. <laughs> there's a rally in L.A. today. Uh, let me try to find it. I think Aton Shander actually posted something about it. I got to find it because it's fucking hilarious. I didn't see anything about that. Oh, yeah. Wait until you hear this. It's, it's hysterical. So, yeah, Aton, uh, I think, posted somebody. Uh, yeah, I got it here. Somebody audio from the rally they had in L.A. They're, they're basically saying, like, that's it. We've had enough. Like, we're moving on. Yeah, I have it here. Hold on. This is fucking. This is fantastic. This is their fucking rally in L.A. Oh, come on. Work. No more Rambus. 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 No more And then they're looking at each other. Just like. What? Like it's the, not Kurt Rambis' like fault. That, that's that, that's that's what we that's what we got. That's that's it. The problem with the Lakers? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you that, like face the facts. It's LeBron James. That's the problem with it's the Lakers. True. Nobody wants to go there. Remember when LeBron James was like Remember Adams? You know. <laughs> Remember LeBron James actually like had enough talent, you know, had enough talent on his own to carry a whole team. Not anymore. He's too Not old. Anymore. He's There's done. too many so miles on his he legs. He can't do He's it a anymore. Has-been. He is a has-been. He is a has-been. And it's just, I mean, he, look. Yo, he's one of the greatest players to ever play Top a game. Three. I'm yeah, not calling yeah. him better than Jordan. I'm still not. No, calling me neither. Jordan. Jordan's still a goat, yeah. but like one of the greatest players to ever play the game. He took teams to the finals that shouldn't have been in the finals. So, um, like, but the problem with the Lakers, the the problem with the Lakers is LeBron James. Nobody wants to go there because they know he's running that. Now, what about Tyrone Lue? Do you think Tyrone Lue walked because of that? I do. I was surprised. I think he took the interview thinking maybe it'd be a little different. He's in L.A., the glam life. I couldn't believe when he when he was like, yeah, I'm going to take this interview. I'm like, wait, LeBron plays there. Why would he want to be associated with that again? Mm-hmm. Yes, it didn't make any sense to me. Like I, 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 like, I think Luke Walton's a good coach. Mm-hmm. And he got picked up quick. Yeah, Sacramento picked right. him up quick. Like he's now, a- now he's facing – Chargers or something. Yeah, I heard. But, you know, but he, he's a good coach. We've all done bad things in yeah. our life. Like, I think he's a good coach. It's it's LeBron. Yeah. That team's not even going to make the playoffs for the four-year contract that LeBron James signed there. He drove Magic Johnson out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Magic Johnson's Mr. Laker. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Magic Johnson. I'm Mr. Laker AIDS. Yeah, and I still have HIV. I still have HIV. And I, I, I want to train Ben Simmons. I want to show him. Actually, though, him leaving the Lakers, that, that, that's going to help Ben Simmons because you know Ben Simmons is going to work out with him in the summer. 
you know it. Yeah, most likely. Well, now you can, right? Yeah. Now you can. All right, we're going to move on to the next segment because I don't know where the fuck Gary is. He just disappeared, and I'm not going to wait for him because the show does not – the show must go on. Thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Here we go. Gary is a lost cause. Where the fuck is he? In two minutes. I'm gonna go check on him. Yeah, go check on him. All right. I'm I'm gonna start on something else. Before I get to fuck you, Ben, I just want to give a quick thing for David Montgomery. Uh, David Montgomery, uh, longtime Phillies executive, uh, president. You know, he was a part of the, the Phillies organization for a long, long time. Um, David Montgomery was a um, uh, you know, he took over, you know, an a, 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 a ownership, I guess, in the late 80s that was not viewed as very friendly. Um, and and he did a really nice job. And he he established relationships with players. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. There, Jimmy Rollins came out and was like, he was the best guy ever. Brett Myers came out and said, you know, this was – he brought me into this organization. Um, I'm going to miss him tremendously. You know, he, he died of cancer and he was 72 years old. It, it was crazy. Um, actually it was, you know, he, he had a long time battle. He lost a lot of weight. I mean, it's, it, he just did not look like the same person. Um, it was, it was crazy the, the, the transition, but I was able to meet David Montgomery several times. Um, actually once the first time I met him was through a, an event that Jimmy Rollins threw. And uh, we took a picture with him in the Fanatic, and, and he was super, super nice. I met him several times after that. I'm, I'm, for those who don't know, I mean, if you listen to the show enough, you know, but I'm, I'm married to someone who was associated with the Phillies closely. Hey, there you are, Gary. And, um, and with, through her, I was able to meet Montgomery a few more times and have conversations with him. He's super, super nice guy, really nice guy, and it's a, it's a damn shame that he passed um, so best wishes for Dave Montgomery and the Montgomery family. You want to add something to that? I was watching the game yesterday, the Phillies game. Yo, that's not even cool. That's not even cool. I was watching the game yesterday, and uh, Larry Boa came on, and yeah. Larry Boa was all choked up, and he said that it, Dave Montgomery was like a father to him. And he was him so like. You know, totally choked up. Like, and I, you don't see Boa like that. No, no, no. not never. Made yeah. me cry. Like it, it was, it was very sentimental. Montgomery was a huge, huge part of that front office. Um, and, and and it was, it was, it was really cool to see. Like like I said, Brett Myers come out, Dykstra, the Mets, the Braves, all those teams came out and was like, wow, we're really un- upset to hear about the loss of Dave Montgomery. And then you had a couple jerk-offs, of course, you know, fans. I'm not even going to bring them up. But, you know, like, oh, fuck. Fuck the Phillies. Why are you going to support that? Fuck that. That goes beyond fucking sports and shit like that. Like, someone, you know, as good-hearted and as nice as David Montgomery was, it goes beyond sports. Yeah. Like, David Montgomery knew, like, everything. Like, like their, their family constantly asked about their kids. Mm-hmm. Knew every, everybody's name. And uh, yesterday, before yesterday's game... During yesterday's game, they said, you know, that they talked about not doing yesterday's game, and they said no, that that yeah, that, that it, wouldn't yeah. be what he wanted. So they played yesterday's game because they that's what he would have wanted them to do. That they wouldn't wanted him, he wouldn't wanted them to not play yesterday's game, and that's why yesterday's game was played when it was played. They were interviewing Ed Rendell about it, and he just said he was my friend and start crying. 
Same Edrendell was saying he, that he was he was with him. Edrendell was talking about he was with him at the end, and he was watching his dog. Now he's had this dog for a long, long time, and the dog was just, ooh, ooh, ooh. and he just started, and then he started to cry. Sad stuff. Yeah. Sad stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was it was very upsetting, very hard hard to watch, and you know, watching the guys, and, and like I said. I didn't understand, like, I didn't know, because I didn't follow the Phillies then, but Brian let me know, like, who, who exactly this guy was, and, the, and just the idea that he knew literally every person, their, their family, and constantly asked. He was like the father of baseball. That, that's how I would say that. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, he's regarded as one of the best owners. Um, like, he, like, when you hear Larry Bowett, like cry and break down. Larry Bow is like a brick wall. Like, you know what I mean? And he said he was like a father to me. He knew my children's name. He knew my whole family's name. Like he's that's the way it was though. Like he knew every all the people like even in the front office, he knew everybody, like their names, their kids, like their wives. Yeah, pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like who anybody who played for them like said like like he was like a father to them. Like he, he it's a shame. Um, my wife's gonna come down um, and jump on, and she'll she'll add a little something to this when she gets a chance. To, she can't right now, but uh, uh, we'll come back to that in a second. But uh, real quick, let's do a uh, fuck you, Ben. 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 Where the fuck you, Ben? Got one? I sure do. Go ahead. Vaughn Hebron. Oh, nice. Local guy here in this area. 1970 is a... He was born October 7th of 1970. He's a former American football running back who played for in the National Football League for the Philadelphia Eagles and the Devon Broncos. He's he won a Super Bowl with the Broncos. Yes, he did. Yeah. He, he wore three different numbers. You know what numbers he was? I know he wore 30. Not even close, probably. 20, 45, and 22. Oh, yeah, he wore 22. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Where was he born? Baltimore, Maryland. Where does he live now? Newtown, Pennsylvania. Yes, he does. Yep. And he also coaches the Trenton Lightning. Boy, he, he did it in 2001. Okay. That was a long time ago. Again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my fuck you, Ben segment is now done. <laughs> it's true. Mine is uh, Jerry Stackhouse. Jerry Stackhouse is born in 1974. He, uh, he was a uh, basketball player for the 76ers, drafted by the 76ers. Uh, in the early 90s, he actually played. I mean, the Sixers had plans for him and Iverson to coexist, if you remember. Yeah, and that, that, that came, that was one of the things. I mean, one of the knocks on Iverson is he couldn't play with, with other, anybody. Yeah. So it was like Stackhouse and then it was Larry Hughes. 
Yeah. Right? He could have played with him. Two players who turn into pretty decent yeah, players. Stackhouse, I mean, Stackhouse had a really good NBA career. Um, so he did. He played 18 seasons, man. Stackhouse played, he played that 18 long? years. 18 years he played, dude. So he played for Philly, Detroit. Uh, did he play for Toronto, too? I thought he did. I'll have to take a look at the teams. Um, yeah, go ahead. Check that out. But uh, And he was also um, an assistant coach for the Raptors and the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. He worked as a NBA TV analyst. Uh, he was on the NBA channel. Um, uh, it's pretty impressive, man. He, the, the Raptors uh, minor league team, he was the uh, head coach of that team. Uh, are you looking up the uh, teams he played for? So he was drafted early 90s. He's now the, um, came out of Vanderbilt. Yep, Hold on, I Vanderbilt, got his, yep. I got yep. his Wikipedia. It's coming up. That's right. Well, just... He played for the... I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. Wizards, the Mavericks, the Bucks, the Heat, the Hawks, and the Nets. Damn. He was with the Sixers, 95 to 98. Right. Pistons, 98 to two. So he played, he played three years with Iverson. It was yeah. like, no, I can't do this. Uh, the Wizards, 2002 to 2004. His longest stretch was with the Mavericks, 2004 to 2009. And if you Damn. remember, that was him, Nash, and... and Nowitzki. Uh, Nowitzki. Damn. I don't remember Stackhouse with that team. I actually, looking at it, I remember that. I, I don't remember that at all. He was there that the, the, like second option off of Steve Nash when he ran at the point there. Damn, I I don't remember stat. He he. So he won a ring. No. Wait, what years? Two thousand four, two thousand nine. Yeah. No. When did? No, Dallas won it. I thought they won it in 06. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he he's was got a, yes, he's got a yes. ring. I, I could have sworn he won it because Nowitzki has a ring. Yes, yeah, yeah. <clears> they so beat he, the Heat. Yeah, they were down so two he won. Games. He won yeah. in like 06, yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, he played 2010 for the Bucks and the Heat. 2011, yeah. 2012, he was with the Hawks. 2012, 2013, he was with the Nets. As a coach, wait, t- oh, okay. As a coach, 2015, 16, Toronto Raptors assistant. When did he retire? Uh, he retired as a player after the 2013 season. Holy shit, dude. He played for a long time, yeah. man. As a coach, 2015-16, assistant coach with the Raptors. 2016-18, he was the head coach of Raptors 905. Yeah, the G League. I said minor league, but you know what I meant. Yeah. 2018-19, Grizzlies assistant. 2019, that are president. He's the head coach of Vanderbilt. He's the head coach of Vanderbilt now. That's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. Um, here, here's that his, was a good fuck you, Ben. That's all I know. Ben. His career highlights and awards as a player. Two-time NBA All-Star, 2000-2001. NBA All-Rookie first team. He came in in 96. Yeah. yeah. Crack house. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, Crack house. Consensus first team All-American, 95. First team All-ACC, 95. McDonald's All-American MVP, 93. As a as coach, NBA D League Coach of the Year in 2017. That's awesome. NBA D League uh, League Champion 2017. 16,409 career points, 3,067 career rebounds, 3,240 assists. Career. Nice career, man. Nice career. Real yeah. good career. Nice pull by me. That's all I'm gonna well say. Well done, John. Uh, you're uh, all right. Thanks. 
good for you. But real quick, uh, my wife uh, wanted to share some words about David Montgomery, and then we'll, we'll get in some Phillies talk. Um, you know, Quinn um, Quinn worked in the front office for a couple of years and uh, knew, knew David a little bit. And weren't you, wasn't your office right next to him? I thought it was. Your office wasn't your office like right next to Scott Palmer. Somebody. All right, all right, go ahead. So jump on the air. So yeah, just to just to further um, kind of you know open the curtain a little bit on on what David Montgomery meant to uh, Philadelphia and the Phillies. Um, yeah, that's a it's a big loss, and uh, I think it's it's been a little. Um, swept. I think it, yeah, it, it swept I, under a little bit. It yeah. hasn't been as loud as it yeah. should have been because he he did mean a lot to. to yeah, a lot that, of that's a big loss to baseball, not just yeah. the Phillies, man. Yeah. Like I. Again, he was regarded as, like, one of the best owners. Even though they weren't good for a long time. Everybody that went there and played loved him. Absolutely loved him. Yeah. Um, huh. um, so, let's talk uh, some Phillies right now. We, uh, uh, this week was uh, interesting. It was up and down. Um, uh, they, they had a, uh, well, first of all, I, I, I want to hit on this. I want to hit on this. <clears throat> Speak up, brother. Bryce Harper hits a grand slam. 
Smash Mouth is a bunch of cocksuckers. All right. We're talking about that. They're not even worth the fucking airtime. <laughs> They're not. I said it on the post. Didn't they die in 2004? So fucking fuck gas mouth. So the Phillies. Gas so mouth. So you're looking like Katie Lang. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, they're like the pussy with so, the lips so last hanging week, out. So last Gash week they lips. were my SSCS because oh, we haven't done SSCS yet. We're no, we do have SSCS. not yet. They were my SSCS last week and uh, because I felt they were out of line for doing what they did. And then the Phillies troll them back and go, after he hits his grand slam, <clears throat> they quote one of their songs, and then they wrote back, well, we never said he wasn't a good player. He just can't do it every night. So I responded, Ted Williams failed three out of fucking ten times. All right? So let's be clear here. Not everybody's gonna do it every fucking night. They come back at me. Well, you're, you know, you're. Let's get everyone on the same fucking wavelength. That's what we're saying. I'm like, yeah, but you also said he sold out for money, and you sold the rights to your songs to fucking Shrek and Rat Race. So fuck you, you cocksuckers. Bryce Harper's got more hits on the head of his dick than they've ever had. Fucking a. Fucking chip. So fuck them. And then uh, Reese Hoskins, dude. Red fucking hot, dude. He's got, what, 13, 14 home runs this year. He's on fucking fire. As far as the Phillies, he's the MVP. He's a fucking superstar, this guy. MVP, bro. the reason he's playing like that is because of Bryce, Bryce Harper. Harper. Now, well, so what? that's true and not true. But so what? Would he have had as many? Maybe not. But Reese, hot, Reese Hoskins is an underrated player. I felt that way since he's come in. I don't think he's underrated. Like, he's... He's he he doesn't get the accolades. He doesn't get the attention that he deserves. Let me ask you a I question. I think he does. He's, if he's, he's terrible against left-handed pitching. You're, you're, you're a pitcher coming in to face this batting lineup. You're like, what the fuck? Well, yeah. yeah I, hope, I hope I'm, I'm good tonight. Yes, like there's some – it's such a grind through the whole lineup. Like right. every batter is – it's a grind. It is. Right now the Phillies are, are – eh. They're, are they struggling a little bit? Yeah. But I'm not – am I worried and concerned? No, I'm not until we have a steady, constant 80-degree weather. You're right. The concern with this team is the bullpen. Even that, they, they, they're serviceable. They're serviceable. I don't know. They've blown – Bro, when the last time the Phillies won the World Series, their bullpen was worse. No, it wasn't. Than what we have now. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. You had Ryan Matson, J.C. Romero, and, and – Brad Lidge shutting down the 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth inning. Okay, yeah, but, that was a fantastic but, ball. But they were all guys that weren't expected to do what they did. No. No, right. that they weren't, but am I, am I correct? But these guys haven't performed. Like that J.C. Romero, Ryan Matson, and Brad Lidge performed all year in 2008. Yeah, you're right. Brad Lidge was 49, 48 for 48, oh, man. Yeah. But like, you got – the starter got you to the seventh inning, game over. But, yeah. but when Brad Lidge came to the Phillies, wasn't he a closer that thought that he was at the end of his career? Yeah. They, they, yeah, they, weren't, they, they weren't sure we were going to get out of him. Right. Yeah, like, like the, the, the Brad Lidge you got in 2008, that was the anomaly. Like, that's where you there's, really there, wanted – There's a few pitchers in our bullpen. If, if, if they get it together – they're serviceable, bro. Yeah, I, and Gary, they I, I, like, they all got good stuff. They, they it's all, getting, it's just it's a getting, matter of it being together. consistent. Yes. Like, like, Adam Morgan has good stuff. Pat Neshack, good stuff. Sir Anthony Dominguez, wicked stuff. Wicked. But it's like he comes in and he just fucking leaves hangers over the plate. So who does that fall on? 
Is that the him? Pitch? That's not the pitching staff. No, the that's staff. him. That's if you ask me, that's it. There's only so much the pitching staff can coach you, can do. You just gotta learn how. Like it's just gotta come. You gotta learn how to pitch. All I'm saying is, let's wait. Let's, and, let's see. And Gary, I hear you. Hold out your like bottom line. As many times have you said, uh, like over the first month and so of the season, I've you've said seen it. like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the, what in, the fuck? Shut the fuck up! They're in I, first place. I mean, there's a reason why they're called the boys of summer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're in first place. Like, so, Dude, and by how four, bad has it been? And by four games, possibly five games by the end of the night. Right. Like, so, how bad has it been? It's, it's been all, look, now, who has been bad? Well, all right. Let me let me let me let me tread carefully here. Real Malto. I'm not worried about Real Malto. Again, it's not hot. I'm not worried about Real Malto. Uh, Vinny, Velasquez. Ugh. The last two starts. <laughs> look, I know his ERA was 1.99. Oh, you're seeing what you've seen out of him last season. And every year before that. Yeah. The and, dude. Uh, a ton of pitches. Get you through four and a third innings. Four and a third, and he throws 107 pitches, and he's out. He should be in the bullpen. Yeah. I agree. And Ch- chocolate burritos. <laughs> it sucks because the last his last start, he's he's shaking off Riomoto. We we're just talking about we're just talking about Riomoto. He's shaking off Riomoto, and he's a guy shakes him off. He should don't shake him off. Shakes him off. Boom, home run. Seven pitch later, shakes him off again. Boom, another home run. He gives him three home runs in that game. He gets fucking shelled. And he's a guy who should be leaning on a catcher like Riomoto. Riomoto said yeah. after the game, yeah. I don't know what happened. He, him and I are on the same page. He kept shaking me off, basically. like I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but basically he was like, hey, he's not believing in me. You know? Just trust him. Yeah, Riomoto like, knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's, like, I mean, you see it. Motherfucker, you have three pitches. Right, so let Riomalto guide you through it, like and but you see it. Riomalto, it seems like has gotten Noah back on track. Look at the season so far; it's very early, but look at the season that Jake Arrieta's having. Very good season. That's because of Riomalto. Look at what Zach Eflin has done since he came up. That's because of Riomalto. Interesting point, Ryan, because I never thought about the Riomalto Arietta thing. And Arietta's pitching right now. Um, he's pitching okay. I mean, he's giving up two runs and in four innings against the, 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 uh, the Chiefs. But he's, they but were in the first the Royals, inning, but he's, but, he's, but he's pitching good. He's yes, been, like he's okay. giving he's you been a, pitching okay. He's <laughs> keeping you in the game, bottom yeah, line. Sure. Right. So, like I said at the beginning of the season, Arietta will bounce back, and he has. He's, he's, he has. He's been solid. He's been good. Yes. Yeah, let's see if it lasts, Garrett. But, like, I completely agree The, with the you. first few weeks, he's been better than Noah. Uh, that's starting to change, though. Noah yeah, is I'm really saying, starting. The yeah. first few weeks, he's been our go-to. Noah started very rough, but he's starting to come into it, though. He yeah. really is. But we all knew when he was struggling in the beginning. He'll, come, he'll, he'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, no, if Noah's you... Noah's coming around. Man. If you have Noah and then you have Arietta, that's a good one-two punch. Yeah. That's, that's and then Nick Pit- one, two, it's true. Nick Pavetta has two uh, dominant starts in AAA. Dominant. A uh, Pavetta? Yeah. Yeah. He's a career minor leaguer. Why, though? 
I don't know. It's just like because he's done this before. Do you think the, you think the pressure? Uh, something. Better talent. A little lesser talent down in AAA. But that being said, bro, yeah, he, he, he would be okay in the bullpen. He don't have to be a starter. Now, I don't think he has the stuff to come out of the bullpen. What about Velasquez? I believe does. Now, if it would work out that you could move Velasquez to the bullpen and Pavetta could take that starting role, that's that would be what, great. That's what I was gonna say. If Velasquez can go into the bullpen, bring Pavetta up, and Pavetta can show you can pitch five, six, seven innings. You're yeah, I mean, set. I mean, your fifth you're starter. You're set. Your fifth starter. What do you need? Five, five and two innings. thirds. Yeah, real like, good innings right. out go, of them. Go, get me into the six, and we're good. But that being said, he has to have them innings with we ha- with our batters hitting. Well, yeah, like, like play the small ball. Don't yeah. hit home runs. And that's uh, Ryan. By, Ryan, by the way, are you here next week? It's a good. I, idea. It's a good idea. If I you think are. so. Why? All right, I got something that works. I'll okay. tell you after the show. It's right. big. Holy All shit, right. bro. Next week could be our biggest show ever. Really? Yes. How do I know about it? What the fuck? I, I, I've been here since the beginning. What the fuck? I, I'm working it out. I'll yeah? tell you what. All right. LD and... Uh, BM. 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 I think 93. LD, LD and BM. And 2008. Yes. BM. I'm working on it. We'll see what happens. I'm working on it. I think I'll be I, here. I think I have it in the works. I'll be here. Mike's not avoiding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm working on it. We'll see what happens. But um, all right. So getting back to this, um, where are we at with this? I fucked you up. I yeah. just made you come your pants. Yeah. It could be the best show ever. Oh my god. That might be the best show ever. Oh my god. Yeah. We'll talk after the show. All right. I'm 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 working my magic. Okay. Uh, magic. yeah. Magic. That's why his asshole sore. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> his knees hurt. Knees hurt. Thanks, Dad. Sprinkles, um, sprinkles around his lips. Look, we're, we're on rack. Yeah, man. I mean, look. Someone's a swallower. Yeah. Where did that come from, anyway? Uh, Who said I was a swallower? Well, you know, you your hair part of the side. What else would you be? <laughs> <laughs> I love how he takes Dave's joke and runs with it. Him and his fucking dog haircut. <laughs> dog didn't have any fucking hair. Yo, we work with a guy that looks like Dexter. Really? He's a, it's a, it's a, uh, no, it's a mix between Dexter, Dexter and fucking um, Mr. Mackey. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, shit. Dexter. Okay. Does he talk like him? No, Car- he's, this, this guy's a good dude. Okay, yeah. He's, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> hey, Gary. That was sound. All right, stop. All right, we don't, no one knows what he's talking about. <laughs> um, Midwest guy. So, last week we gave our grades. Get, Ryan, you were... <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you weren't here last week. Uh, what would you give the, 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 the Phillies a grade for the first uh, month of the season? Or, you know, first month of the season? season? Yeah, what would you give them? A B minus. That's what I gave them. Yeah. I gave them a B minus. Yeah. What I gave them a B minus. The Phillies? Yeah. C plus. Yeah. C-plus. I gave them a B minus. I, I, you know, you're in first place. Uh, cold month. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Harper hasn't gotten going yet, no. but yet you still were in first place. Uh, he's, still, he's, a, he's one of the top in the league on base percentage still, though. 
I'm telling you, what happens in June and July will determine. Right. Like, it's going to be different when the weather seriously breaks. It It is. Like, they're going to rake, in, especially in this park. But, um... We, dude, first of all, every Bryce Harper home run has been a fucking upper decker. A monster. It's like the upper decker at last got, last, the last house six? party I was at. Right, bro, but but stop going for the big ball all the time. Yeah, yeah, seven or eight now. Just yeah. get a hit. Seven. Just get and, a hit. And, and, you know, I think you guys have heard me bring this up. If they don't hit a home run, they lose. Yeah, there's an inst- that, that there's a almost a trouble oh, trend right. with That's this true. team. <laughs> if they don't hit home runs, they don't win. That's a problem, man. I got a question. Here's another problem. If yeah. you if you're if you're a friend of mine personally on Facebook, this my is problem a, is only causes ass leakage. I mean, we have a girl on the panel, so this is perfect. Have you ever like stood at a urinal and you had to poop? Oh, this one again. We talked about this you last week. To, like you never you never took a piss without shitting. Yeah, but like you're trying to. Oh, get but what if you got to poop and you're trying to take a piss? That's hard yeah, to hold. You don't want to poop. Sucks to be you. You don't want to poop at the same time. Like, oh, so you just you're at the urinal and you have to poop like really bad, but you're like, oh shit, I, I can't do this right now. I'm standing. Well, well, I'm standing at the urinal. Where would be you be? You. You took, like, don't like if you're going to a Phillies game, don't you take a shit before you leave? No, maybe you don't know any better. Well, maybe, at least maybe you had seven beers. At least it ain't a trough, bro. No, 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 no. That, that's complete. Well, you that, got, that's on you. Well, you got five guys next to you with their cocks out pissing. It ain't a trough. That makes you want to shit. No, that makes you fuck. That makes you shit, John. It sucks to be. That's, no, that's a different. No, no, no. Guy, Guy, what are you Guys. talking about? Guys? It's a different monster. <laughs> you're a complete other side of what we're no, talking about. He's the cubby, bro. Say, say you're cubby. walking into the bathroom. You're like, I'm it's a trap. I'm not sure. And then you go to take a piss. And you have to urinal. All of a sudden, you're like, oh my god, like, I really got to shit. And it starts coming out. And you're trying to control both. You got a turtle head poop. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. And you're trying to hold off the poop while you're peeing. I'm glad and I wore these drawers tonight. It's a fucking, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a Jedi mind trick. Like, it's like, Yo, he's not and you're standing there. And it's, it's a fucking lying. talent. So, like, as a I'm girl. I'm not lie. I've never been through it. Yo, he's try- you're, yo, you're trying to hold your turd in while you're peeing. Never been through it, honestly. No, really? No. At a Phillies game or no. a concert or no. something? No. No, you got to remember, usually when you got to shit, you sit down. So you're right. Especially after you drink quite a bit. Like, no, that's, it's, that's it's, when it really, that, you know what, that's when it comes, that's when right. it comes on. And I hear you, you but me personally, I'm going to a Phillies game, I'm going to a concert or something. I'm shitting before I leave. An hour and a half before I leave, I get a shower and I force the shit out. Nah. Someone said use your finger. <laughs> Plug it. Plug that shit. <laughs> look, look. You, I know somebody will help you with it. Sean's dad already did that. That's, who? That's, that's why it's hard for us. Who's that? Your dad. I don't, who, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know who you're talking about. Your asshole's all loose. <laughs> it just falls out. I don't know who you're talking about. You don't, have to cr- you don't even need a magazine. It just grunts out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make sounds. Like, <laughs> the just, whole, you know, the whole sides of the toilet bowl is covered in shit. Yeah, it's like splattered with Milwaukee's best of peanuts. <laughs> Good old. I was the last one in the bathroom tonight. Yes, I left shit streaks on the toilet. Good old fucking back. stinking as a Yo, 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 here, yo, yo, you couldn't even see the toilet bowl. I took a massive shit. It was stinking so bad. Jesus Christ, I dude. knew it was you. Massive. You it was fucking only, elephant? Only be you. I, you're a fucking animal. Nah, you know. Fucking elephant over here. Get that from my dad. 
Yeah, yo, blame your dad. Daddy? Yeah, blame no, yeah, no, no, it's no, daddy's no. fault, the wait. shit I take. Yo, wait, yo, wait. my pop is up my there for an hour. stinks like a mofo. Yo, there's my, no time. Yo, yo, there's yo, you smell that down in the kitchen. He yo, you need. It comes down the vent. Yeah, it comes down the vent that you, like the vent that's supposed to exhaust the shit. It comes down through the vent. Yo, yo, you'll hear my mom. Yeah, yeah, my mom. Yeah, being all dramatic. Yeah. Can I get a courtesy Christ. flight? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you need fucking free courtesy flush. He got it all over my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> smells like something fucking crawled up there and died. Oh, man. Not like a... Polsky said, paint that bowl. Yeah, exactly. Yo, that's his pot of coffee and a cigarette for breakfast. Yeah, it was fucking brown, Mark. Uh, I took a man. massive one before the Disgusting. show. Disgusting. All right, that's enough. All right, that's enough. You're fucking out. It was dark brown. Yeah. I forgot the flush. Like, that's because so of the guy like, you've been riding with. It's all you know, loose at yeah. the yeah. I don't even see the bowl. You guys have SSCSs? Sure. All right. So, anyone pissed you off this week? Yeah, Steph. This, this is the segment we call the semen <laughs> swan. All right, good. You got we one. We call it the semen swan cocksucker of the week. No, don't say mommy. <laughs> you fucking goddamn fucker. You get in my face with that, I'll beat your Why? goddamn ass, right. you son of a bitch. Why? You piece of shit. Don't, Steph. All right. Ryan, you're up. Semen swan cocksucker of the I week. Two. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth! Alright, so, you know, I don't know who's listening tonight. Just spit it out. I gotta say, honestly, I recently changed jobs. Where I used to work, Lethal Pest Solutions. A fucking joke. A complete joke. It's true. That place... They have no. I didn't even realize it until I got a real fucking job. That place is a complete joke. And the fact that I got treated like they were mad at me because I was. Because I was moving on to a better opportunity. Moving on up. You got treated like. To the east east side. Yesterday's trash. I'm going to kill roaches with my right thigh. The beans don't burn in the kitchen. Beans don't, don't fry on the grill. grill. <laughs> I heard through the grapevine. Ah, Ryan. Just to get my thrill. Ryan will be back in three, four months. Man, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Shh, Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm going to get your fucking shine buff. I'd rather work at McDonald's than work there up. again. Fuck you. I'm going to get your fucking shine buff. Especially the daughter. Fuck you. Yo, you want to fight them, the fucking Sweeney? <laughs> yeah, we'll do a fucking We'll do a kickstand party Yeah, yeah kickstand party Yeah uh, Gary, you, you up next? Ready? Seeming swallowing cocksucker Of the week And this is why You cocksucker I'll punch you in the mouth Grown men That want to quit a job And come and talk to the management And are fucking crying Like a three year old What? Yes What? I can't elaborate but I'm telling you, that's fucking ridiculous. Ryan, why'd you do that? No, I can get to that. What you're, the fuck? You're a grown-ass fucking man. Grow a pair of balls. Talk to your boss and just let him know. Wow. It's not personal. Don't fucking cry, you spineless prick, you. You fucking amoeba. 
Yeah. You're an amoeba. Yeah. That's who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No spine is fucking like, <laughs> like a fucking jellyfish. All muscle. Yeah, all muscle. Just drag it by your ankles. <laughs> all right, your turn. Seeming swallowing cocksucker of the week. week. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll, I'll punch you in the mouth! I'll smack you in the mouth! I'm Neil Diamond! You're up. I'm gonna decline to comment. Ah, uh, alright, we know why. Okay. I'm gonna go on. Mommy issues. I never get political, and I'm not necessarily going political here, but Donald Trump uh. gave the Medal of Freedom to Tiger Woods. Okay. Um, the Medal of Freedom went to Tiger Woods. Uh, this is the highest honor a civilian can receive from the President of the United States of America. Yeah. A normal, everyday citizen. Like higher than the Congressional What the Congressional fuck did Tiger Woods do to earn that? Get beat up by his wife, drunk driving. Oh, because he won the Masters? Because he won a professional event last, you know, two weeks ago? Is that why he gets this fucking honor? No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why he gets that event, That why he gets his, model, his medal. Because since early 90s, Tiger Woods and Donald Trump have been in business together. And it's a way for Trump to get more business, to get more acclimation. It's for a way... It's complete, utter fucking bullshit. There are people in this world who have done a lot more in commu- for community service, in charities, and all that shit than fucking Tiger Woods. And I, there's nothing against Tiger Woods. Now, believe you well, me. It's not him. It's just a choice. It's not Tiger Woods' fault. I'm telling you right now. Like, I think Tiger Woods, it, like, his comeback and everything he's done since he had his fallout has been tremendous. But this is who you want to represent your country? But this is who gets the Medal of Freedom? Tiger Woods? How many fucking medals does this cocksucker need? And what did he do any different from the people that donated, you know, so much money to... to to these charities and events and have done community service and all this shit. That's bullshit. What about Absolute what fucking about, bullshit. What about a guy like my pop? Served fucking two tours of Vietnam. Not one, two. Right. And, watched, and he watched, you know, children get raped. He watched dirty bodies fucking floating. Dead bodies floating in bomb craters. Not, I'm not saying he deserves the reward. No, but... But somebody on that angle. Right. That That's... Yeah. I, what the fuck? He's got my vote. Yeah. What the fuck? He wins a fucking golf tournament. Yeah, so he gets that medal. And he gets that medal. The, the greatest honor a, a, a normal U.S. citizen can achieve. You know what, bro? He gets this, it. This is, but this topic has been going it's on for a few years. It's all about the fucking acclimates and all about the money. Fuck him. I hate him so much. Oh, that's Republican, bro. And I'm not getting... I, I'm trying not to get political about it, but, but it's it bullshit. Is, yeah. My other one... My other seeming swallowing cocksucker yeah. of the week and is it, is Diana Ross. What's she do? Um, ho- besides I, not I, die. No, no. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope everyone's sitting down for this. I I hope everyone's sitting down. Um, um, 
Diana Ross, um, again, I hope everyone's strapped in. I hope your seat seat buckles tight. I hope you guys are sitting down nice and nice and, and close to your seat. Tell us what she did. She got patted down going to an airport. Yeah. She, she got patted down. Okay. Yeah. She's trying to sue them. Because she's she got trying down. to sue because she got patted down at the airport. That's what everybody gets. Everybody. Every fucking normal person. I don't give a fuck who you are. When you, you went when you went to Ireland, did they do that to you? Absolutely. Four fucking times. To and from. They patted us down. To and from. Four times. Four times. Each way. Each way. Every way. Each country, both ways. Well, I mean, we got patted down. You got to, bro. Because you're Diana Ross, you feel like, ah, yeah. they don't have to pat me down. I'm Kate Diana Ross. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here with that That's shit. What, like a celebrity? Diana Ross left her cake out in the ring. <laughs> Diana Ross gets patted down, so now she's she's pressing charges, trying to press charges because she got patted down. She didn't like the way that they were treating her. Well, guess what? The TSA have a fucking job to do. They don't give a fuck who you are. What, celebrities don't break rules? I'm sorry, what? Celebrities break rules all the fucking time just because you're a celebrity doesn't make you fucking any better than anybody else she in this fucking world. She was just embarrassed because she had vagina leakage and they felt the warmth <laughs> when they were patting her down. Oh, she... It was... Dirty pig. She felt the inside of my thigh. Yeah, they fucking do that. They have That's to. That's what they do. They have to. Fuck you, yeah. su- with Supremes. Yeah. You wrote some whoa, good whoa, songs. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not trust the Supremes. <laughs> They're part of history, bro. Diana Ross is a part of the Supremes. Yes, I know. Fuck her. Nothing makes her any fucking special than the Supremes or any other fuck. Fucking. Fucking. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Pat down John Bon Jovi and find a gram of coke on him and beat him to death. (laughs) Do that, please. Fuck Bon Jovi and his fucking hair. Fuck him. Beat him down. And bring Richie Sambora back in the band because he's the only talent that fucking band ever had. All right? How about fat Vince Neal? How about you pat him down and, and fucking lock him up for eating too many fucking cheesesteaks, that what fat about, fuck? What about Gene Simmons? Fuck him, too, and his long-ass tongue. <laughs> You're just jealous. <laughs> fucking jerk-offs. Yeah, you didn't All get right. no children in your Why mouth. Why you tell us it? how you really feel? That's it. Another SSCS? I'm moving on. Well, no. It's, yeah. Donald Trump also... <laughs> Donald Trump also tweeted out this week that he was unhappy. This goes with my next. The this. president should not be fucking tweeting. But he, he tweeted out this week about the Kentucky Derby. He said the decision was made based on political correctness. Last time I checked them, um, a black horse and a white horse don't have anything to do with each other. It's not like the black horse gave up rights to the white horse there, or vice versa. There's not a racial thing when it comes it has to the fucking, fucking nothing to do with fucking horse racing, you stupid orange cocksucker. No, it doesn't. Kentucky Derby. Make America great. I was, I was completely outvoted on this when I when I posted this. They made the right decision. So whatever the fucking dumbass fucking glue factory horse that lost the race, <laughs> I forget the fucking name of the horse now. I I don't remember. I don't follow horse racing that often, but I watch the Kentucky Derby. The fucking horse went from the inside lane to the middle lane. He crossed over four lanes. He bumped into another horse. He impeded another horse. Progress. Yeah, he impeded the progress. Would that other horse would have won? 
maybe not. Did the best horse win? No. Because the American... Well, what the fuck was it? American something? American, I don't know. American fucking Pharaoh. American Hustle. I don't know the fucking okay. remember the fuck. American Glue. American Glue lost <laughs> no, the fucking race. Name. His name was Elmer's. <laughs> Elmer's with the fucking... The cow with the horse... The cow with the, the fucking bullhorns. <laughs> Makes it a bull, doesn't it? That's definitely not Gorilla Glue. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's white glue. Jesus Christ. Maximum, maximum. Maximum, I wasn't even close. You were what way is the American off, something? American Pharaoh. Where the fuck did I get American Pharaoh from? What's the chip bag horse's name? Huh? He's going to end up in a Maximum camp. security. Maximum security. Oh, next week will be a in jail. Dog was the best horse in the race. Yeah. And people are like, who are the best horse in the win? Well, no fucking A, did it because it was in the lead. And it won, a, it won the race by fucking three horse lengths. So, like, yeah, it, it was the best horse. Maximum but security. But it impeded. Progress. It, it made it impeded progress and it made contact with another horse. And Nomis caused a huge wipeout. So he should have been disqualified at that point. Well, and it took him a long time. You know why? Because it's the Kentucky Derby. And there's a lot of money on the line. However, yeah, he's worried about the, the owner. Sa- the attorney says your horse started all this. <laughs> it's all the horse's fault. It's all your horse. Well, he was worried about pedigree or alcohol. Now, <laughs> now there's a couple things here. Fucking horse. Before the race started, I said, it's I said, uh, muddy conditions will cause a problem. That's a good name for a horse. Marty Muddy conditions. conditions. Yeah, it should be a shit brown horse. Yeah. <laughs> the other horse's name was Whirl, Whirl, War of Will. Fucking shit all stuck to his towel. <laughs> Big ass horse dick. Muddy conditions. Jenny McCarthy hanging underneath it. Do not vaccinate your child. Dragging behind it for a fucking half a mile. Donnie's cock ain't this big. <laughs> <laughs> fucking blonde pig. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Horse cock. <laughs> the untight oh, stuff. Oh, 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 oh. Untight this one stuff. coming in at the end. The tight stuff. Is that okay? So, so America. What that? the fuck was the name? Ameri- uh, National tone. Security. You're National Security. What the fuck was the name of the horse? Maximum Security. Maximum Security, not National Security. Elmer's Glow. Wait, Elmer's Glow. I thought it was Sea Biscuit. Sea was a couple years ago, buddy. first came out, right? I never saw it. No, me neither. Me neither. That's a good movie. Yo, my brother, my brother, right? That movie comes out, and he's like, yo, did you see Sea Biscuit? And we were like, nah. He's like, yo, that horse had me on the side of the couch. He said he was like, I was like, you got to do it. Fuck that horse. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Oh, so he does have a nice looking hand, you know, with the tail but, and your fucking reins on it. Nice coat. Nice you know, chocolate starfish on yeah, that where's horse. Where's he at now? Oh, yeah. He's in a can alpo. <laughs> you ever see the end of fucking uh, you know, he told Fargo? Me. Uh, never seen that movie, honestly. Uh, what? Yeah, never seen it. Uh, I don't want to give it away, but... He, no, I got to give it away. I don't but care. he throws a guy doing a fucking meat grinder. A guy gets thrown in a meat grinder? Steve Buscemi dumps a guy in the meat grinder. Does he really? Yeah, yeah. I got to watch that. It's a good movie. 
Like you see him grinding up? Yeah, you see his legs going down the fucking... Is he oh, like... Yeah, ah! no, he's already dead by him. He's already dead by him. My yikes! I can't feel my yikes! My yikes! My yikes! My yikes! My yikes. My yikes. <laughs> I can't find my yikes! Alright, so the just behind that... Hold on, the yikes thing, right? The just behind that story, right? My son's like four years old, <laughs> right? And for the longest time, my son couldn't pronounce the, the, the letter L. Yikes. For the longest time. So he, so my parents used to watch him when me and my ex would be at work, right? So my parents are very big historic, like historian people. They like 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 stuff on the um, historic history, history right? So they're History watching the movie. Get, they're watching the movie Gettysburg. Bang Brothers, right? <laughs> and, and my son's just playing with his toys, sitting there watching. He's four years old. Oh he God. don't know what's going oh on. Oh God! So, so when the guy gets his legs cut off, right? So my parents are all into it, and they're like, Brian. you know, they got tears, and they're all emotional. So my son just turns around. And he says, "What happened to his legs?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my parents almost like killed they over They lost it because you know they're in the middle of like being all emotional with a movie, and then this, their, their, their four-year-old grandson turns around and says, "What happened to his yikes? Yikes. Yo, yikes. Yo, they yo, lost they, it." Yo, remember that we're talking about fucking Rambo? Like his hair. You're talking about fucking Rambo? I can't find his yikes. His legs are yikes. Yeah, yeah, you can't find his yikes. His yikes are yikes. anywhere. His yikes. We're just fucking like fucking fix fixed the helicopter and come back here. I can't find a job parking cars. Where's the yikes? Where's the yikes? Pieces of them all over the place. I can't find the yikes. Don't get so emotional. Where's the yikes? Um, so that's basically what I want to say about the Kentucky Derby. I think it was the right decision. I think that rules are rules. All right, so here's the thing. Basically, um, mud, muddy conditions. Some horses run better in mud. Some You're horses right. don't. You're right. The owner who came in second place, who, uh, uh, that gentleman who came in second place, before the decision was made, he goes, let's be honest. If this was any other day, if this was a, a weekday race, he'd be disqualified. Because right. it's a weekday race. Rules are rules. Because he impeded progress. Yes. How do you impede progress? He bumped into the other horse. What happened? He rolled over from the, ins- from the outside lane, four lanes over in the inside lane, Clipped another horse, came back out, and won the race. He won the race, but he impeded the progress. He came out. Other, other. Now look, it's not the horse. You're fault. not allowed to do that. No, no, you can't hit. You can't hit another horse. You have to. Once you once you maintain a, a, a lane, you have to basically stay in that lane. If you cross over lanes, but you don't make any contact, you don't impede any progress. Say you're like five lengths ahead. It's not going to make a difference. So you're still going to win the race. It's called establishing the, the tranquility that, of the lane. But that horse came over four lanes. And so hit. you're allowed to you're allowed to move lanes as long as it doesn't impede. Yeah, it's progress. not it's not fucking hockey. Like you can't body check another horse. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like you can't. Once you do that, it's over. Like you're you're. It's not it's not the jockey's fault. It's not the horse's fault. Now they said they said this horse, this horse avoid apparently avoided a puddle. And that is shied away from the puddle, and that's apparently why it went to the inside lanes. And some some horses like they get freaked the fuck out. They're fucking animals. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? They're not, so, they're not like dogs. Nah, they're not like no, dogs, no, guy. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're yeah, not like yeah, dogs, yeah, guy. No. 
A horse is a horse, of course, of course, a horse, a horse is a horse, of course, of course. All right, let's move on. Let's talk. Let's talk some NHL playoffs, man. I got one more story after that. What is it? NHL playoffs, hands down, fantastic. The best, the best playoff sport. It's not even close. Not. It's not. It's hands down the best playoff sport. That's better. And this is a show that we started off with Game Seven, Sixers, Raptors. Yeah. NHL playoffs are the. Best the best playoffs. What do you disagree for? Better than the NFL playoffs. Yes. 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 The, play- the NHL playoffs are hands down the best playoffs of all four major sports. Absolutely. But I With- won't watch the NFL playoffs. I'll watch the NFL playoffs. You yes. won't watch the NFL, but you'll you watch, watch the, the NFL? NFL? NHL, I meant. Well, I mean, Gary, you're in the minority there. Right. You really are. Like, Sometimes I'll I watch an NHL game. And man. I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. Fuck you, Sean. I, I watch an NHL game every night. Like, I'm sure you can't night. wait, you fuckhead. Like, I don't care who's, <laughs> I don't care who's playing. We've had like what four or five game sevens so it's far. It's been fantastic, dude. The Blues, Bishop, the Blues game seven. Ugh. Dude, Ben Bishop the other night. They had a game seven. It was the Stars and the Blues. From the beginning of the second period to the end of the third. The Blues outshot the Stars 28-2. Who's the goaltender? Ben Bishop. 28-2. This went to two overtimes. Fucking amazing. Ben Bishop played out of his mind. Yo, so when he makes a spectacular save, is he one of them goalies that does a little skate and does one of these? Kind of. He's got like a little little edge. Yeah, like, like a little twitch about him. Yeah. But he played out of his mind. It was insane. That game should have been man. seven nothing Blues. It's not it a Jim Eisenberg tight tick, is it? Not that bad. Okay. But f- it fuck balls, fuck <laughs> cock, suck ass, cock, cock balls, God. cock, cock, Harry balls. Honestly, that game should have been seven nothing Blues. Fuck shit. The Blues won two one in two overtimes. Wow. Ben two Bishop. Overtime. Two ben one. Bishop played out of his mind. It now see that's, that's fun hockey. And the, the, me and Sean had the, the conversation, like, the thing with the NHL playoffs, like, when you're watching even the NFL playoffs, like, you see you see a way the game's going. Bishop had 54 saves. Yeah. In one game? Yeah, he gave up two goals. Holy shit. But, like, the NFL, the NBA playoffs, you see the way. Bennington the, had 30. Still. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, he, that's a they, goaltender's game. But the, again, Gary, between from the beginning of the second period to the end of the third, the stars were outshot twenty-eight to two, and he saved every one of them. So that sounds like that was a, ser- a series that was fun to watch. It was, and and again, like we and Sean talked about it, like the NFL playoffs, the NBA playoffs, even if it's a tight game, you see like trends of the way the game's going. With the NHL. Like, like, when you have a tight game, the ending is so sudden. I hear you, bro. You, you know what I, I mean? What you're saying. Yeah, it's just like, whoa. Like, it, 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 the NHL playoffs are just. Yeah, they're, they're fucking awesome, man. They, I, I agree. So, you got the Blues, Sharks, Western Conference Finals. That's going to be a great series. Absolute great series. And then you had the Bruins. 
The Hurricanes are and the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes are winning the whole thing, if you ask me. Bruins won last oh. night, five to one, man. The Hurricanes shouldn't even be here, though. Yeah, the Bruins beat. I, I I think the Bruins. I hate to say it. I got you though, but like I, I'm just pulling for the underdog, the team that shouldn't be there, the team that just keeps dominating. I, like I, I'm going. I think Carolina wins the whole thing. You think so? I do. I hope they do. That 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 fucking collar wearing fuck. Uh, you can sit there and call them jerks for res- call them jerk champs. Mm. You know. Rod Brindamore, the head coach. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, how can you not pull for Brindamore? All right. Mm. I'm not saying, all, uh, like, look, out of the two, Jesus Christ, I fucking hate Boston. I hate the Bruins. All right. Eric Lindros pulled for Brindamore. Yeah, he pulled his wife for yeah, Brindamore. He pulled his wife, yeah, that's right. That's why Brindamore was traded. Left his uh, children I, I, I hope that, uh, I hope, I hope it is the Hurricanes. It doesn't look good, though. No, it doesn't. The, the Bruins but the, the are resting. Hur- but the, the Hurricanes shouldn't beat the Islanders. They swept them. Well. Dominated all that, four what games. What does that tell you? Got them in four, huh? Uh, got them in four. Swept them. What about the fucking Lightning, dude? Lightning got swept. Best team in all of hockey. Ain't that got some swept. shit? They got knocked out early, too. What does that tell you? The NHL playoffs are the best. All you got to do They're is the make best. it. All you got to do is make it, and you got a shot. Right, you just get hot at a certain time. Yeah, like all you got to do is make it. It doesn't matter That's what the difference is between that and any other sport. Right, like, like if you have a like like in the NBA, like so the first NBA. the first round you had the Bucks. The Bucks. Who they play the Magic? The Fox. The Bucks played the Magic. My ass got infected, Coach. <laughs> Sean, first round the Bucks played the Magic. No, the Toronto played the Magic. Who the Bucks play in the first round? To, um. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The, the, um, the Fox. Yeah, the, the, um, the, the Warriors played. But it doesn't matter. Like, you knew who was going to win. Like, in the NHL, it, like, it doesn't matter what seed you are. Just make the playoffs and you got a shot. Pistons. They played the Pistons. Yeah, yeah. The Magic played the uh, Raptors. The, the Raptors. Yeah. So like it doesn't like you can you can be the AC in the NHL and win the Stanley Cup like legitimately. Yeah, it's that's what makes it so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFL like yeah, are the Patriots going to lose to the fucking Texans in round? No, right, come on, man. Right, no, right. Like like um, I mean, once in a while, a wild card team gets, but it's also like. I don't know. It's just so it's so different because there's there's less games, there's less time for teams to establish themselves. Um, it's just it's just a different feel. Mm-hmm. Hockey, man, you're hot. You got a hot goaltender. You can mm-hmm. beat anybody. Yeah. Like, who, who's Carolina's goal? Like I want to be honest with you. If the Flyers hadn't been eliminated, um, when they did, and say they say they had gotten off to a little bit of a better start. And Carter Hart is playing the way he was playing, and they go in the playoffs they like that. They would have run around. Yeah, I, the the Flyers would have won around. Teams would have been like, I don't want to play this fucking team. Right. This goalie's right. hot. This this team's hot. You know, uh, you know, start off base February. They actually the end of All Star break on the Flyers had one of the best records in the league. They did. They just they had such a piss poor start of the season. Where they could just couldn't just, overcome it. Yeah, it's a shame. And once the season ended, they were like, 
once like one state, yeah, yeah, like one was, state. That was the end of it. Yeah. So. But the Flyers hire another coach, but you still have the same players. Did you did you see that stat by the way? What's that? The Flyers have the most established coaching staffs in the league now. That's a good stat. Between their head coach and their assistant coaches, they're one of the most established, most storied coaches, coaching staffs in the entire NHL. For now, that's going to change. The Flyers have money, man. Yeah, I think McDonald's going right. McDonald's got to be going. He's going. I think Voracek's going. Um, I I think the I think the Flyers look a lot different going into next season. A lot different. They have to be. They have to be. Like I, I, the only core guy left, I believe, is Drew, and I think they signed one or two free agents. I just think they uh, you go into the season with Carter Hart as a starting goalie. I just think this team looks a lot different going into next season. The I, older he gets, I agree. The, more, the more better Giroux plays. He's the, been the, the last three years. He's been. But I mean, if you, if you look at it, the last what is it six seven years? He's second in the league in scoring to Crosby. He's the he's um I think the best. Um, special team scorer in the league yeah. since 2010 or something crazy like that. That's fucking free. nuts. I remember two years sitting here and we were all ready to hang him. With some help? Ah, uh, the fuck. My thing fucking up here. Give me a second. I got I got some shit to close out the show with. Um. What the fuck? I can't believe this happened to me. Anyway. This has been a, a really fucking good time, man. A good show. Really good time. And I'm kind of pissed off right now that this thing's fucking me up here. I had a perfect fucking ending song. No, that the fucking thing. Hold on. Starting. All right, here we go. I got it. Hold on. I had it all timed out, you know, and then the fucking thing started over. Hold on. I got it here. Hold on. I'm working on it. I got it. Remember the band Guar? Guar. <laughs> Remember Guar? Mm-hmm. Well, I got something for y'all. Um, so, we thank you guys so much for listening to us every week. You know? Absolutely. All three of you. Yeah. Absolutely, though. Um, we talk sports. We get into a bunch of nonsense. But thanks, guys. Was this our first? No, we did a show last week. That's right. Yeah, right? We did a show last week. I'm trying to remember. Had his finger in his ass, too. Who, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did? You can't double dip the chip. Did your finger inside your ass last week? No, not since I've been here. I mean, all right, here we go. Here we go. What the fuck? Personal. Carry on my way, one son. Don't be pierced when you are done. Where you... Was that like lay your weary head to rest? Was like, oh, yeah. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. It's been a fucking great show, guys. Absolutely. <laughs> this is a fucking blast. My pain. I love this. 
Remember I banned over the guar? Yeah, it's a good time, man. Great time. Fucking crazy. Those guys are nuts. This wing smell good as shit. We thank everybody for listening live. Everybody, uh, those who listen live, we, you know, first of all, we, 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 we talked about game seven and that none of that shit might matter. You know, it, half foot's gonna be right, half's gonna be wrong by the time you listen to the show. Um, we got a couple tweets tonight too. Like, uh, let me try to find it here. One of our listeners here, or one of our people here. Why haven't I been listening to Corner Plus Sports every Friday night? Hashtag hometown. That was from uh, John Powers 52 on Twitter. Thank you, John. That's awesome, man. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Spread the word, brother. Yes, yeah, share, share, share. Two-hour show of nonsense, drinking, Corner Pub, uh, Philly sports talk, and shit like this. We're going to leave you with this. Guar doing uh, Carry On Wayward Song. This is the greatest version of the song you'll ever hear in your life. Here is good. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, man. Don't you cry no more. Um, we hope you love the show. Just a warning. Don't bring your dog, because I will fuck it. He will fuck your dog. He will fuck your dog. Gary, you got anything to say? Yeah. Like my balls. Good night, everybody. All right. See you guys next week. It might be the biggest show ever. I'm going to see what can happen. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Blue awful. Blue awful. We'll talk to you guys.
Sheer brilliance! 